0: Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. The issue around accurate reporting is a major one. Certainly I'm spending a good portion of my life on Twitter at the moment trying to defend and trying to correct untruths. It is not easy. It is not easy at all. And I don't do this full time. Simon Ploska does. He's managing editor at Honest Reporting. Simon, I actually, I don't know how you do this. It's soul destroying.
1: Uh, well, yes, I think that's one way of putting it. Um, you know, I have to say, I think I'm going to need therapy after, after all this is done. Um, I, as you said before, Twitter, or as it's called now, X, um, it really is the front line in what's going on. Um, you know, we're having instantaneous reactions to all of the situations that we're seeing during this, this conflict. And it's where most of the lies are starting and spreading.
0: So, Simon, I've just got a, a little bit of a slightly different approach. My view is I've been successful if the people I'm engaged with, if they need therapy afterwards. Because I feel like I'm dementing them, um, and I think that's a much healthier place to be. Um, but, yeah, it's, it, but it really is just uh, astounding when you see people that you have respected uh, just saying the most bizarre things, parroting the most bizarre things, and thinking that they can get away with it.
1: Well, that's it. I think at the moment, the problem right now really is there's so much misinformation and disinformation going around online that people are believing the first thing they see. And we, we had a graphic illustration of that last night with the, the horrific incidents at the, uh, Ali Arab mm. hospital, the Baptist hospital in Gaza. Now we had here where, um, Hamas claims that up to, you know, 500 people had been killed in an Israeli airstrike. And that's pretty much what came out on social media. Um it's it's remarkable that the media and people following on social media are prepared to take the word of a terrorist organisation as red. Um, why is it credible? Unfortunately I suspect because people wanted it to be true, which really is, is just as disturbing to be honest. Uh, you know, I, I have to give credit, huge, huge credit to the IDF and Israeli uh, authorities for the speed in which they reacted. And I think this really is the key to what goes on on social media. It's about the speed at which we can actually react to the things that we're seeing. But of course, it's like a, a tsunami. So it's very, very difficult to be sort of everywhere at all times. In this particular case, It was, I I I believe, within an hour or two that the IDF spokesperson came out on live TV in Israel and put out comments in English as well for the foreign media, denying what had happened and explaining exactly why this particular um, incident was actually a misfiring Palestinian Islamic Jihad rocket that had uh, fallen around the area of the hospital. But, of course, I suspect, um, as we're going to see right now, the damage has been done. And that really is the other problem with social media, that these things will keep spreading. And it doesn't sometimes it just doesn't matter how much evidence you put out there. If people don't want to believe it, they, they won't
0: and that's the problem is is we and and i imagine that I'm, that we're guilty of it to some extent as well uh, even though we believe wholeheartedly in the morality of the idf uh, certainly we've seen it we've lived it we we we've seen the consequences of it so we have reason to but uh, the reality is i guess we, we we will be slow to accept an alternative as well
1: but Absolutely. Um, you know, and I think I think what we've seen, especially with the, uh, the foreign media, there was this horrendous argument going on um, amongst the journalists and also online people demanding proof, proof that babies had been beheaded uh, because because they did not want to accept the possibility that a terrorist organization could have been just so absolutely brutal to do something like that. Uh, you know, really, are we arguing? Are we now to the point where we're arguing over the method of death of babies? I mean, this is a sort of filth that we're seeing now on social media that whereas people aren't prepared to ask for proof from a terrorist organization, Israel is held to this incredible standard whereby we have to produce the um, indisputable evidence of everything within minutes of it happening in order for it to be believed.
0: But yet, it doesn't help. You know, we've uh, we have the very famous in South Africa, Tulima uh, who is so well respected across the South African uh, South African political spectrum, tweeting this morning that absolutely now it's been confirmed forty five minutes ago, confirming that Israel in fact was responsible. Now, where she gets that from, uh, nobody seems to know. But uh, she's put it down like it's very, very logical, and and it's very hard to go back and say. Um, actually, it's false uh, because we are still waiting for for information. But the reality is that by the time and by the time we do that, uh, because we can't exactly use the IDF as as a, a proof of it, because whereas we would accept it, uh, people like her certainly wouldn't. So it's, it's a very well, difficult to, yeah. position to be in.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right. And that brings into the, the the whole issue of why is it that people will accept the word of a terrorist organization, but they won't accept the word of a liberal, de- the army of a liberal democracy. Mm. Um, I find it astonishing, but I'm not I'm not surprised. And I agree. We have to take that into account. Um, Howard, I'd like to ask you a question, if that's OK. Certainly. I have not had the chance to look at the South African media this morning. But is it a situation whereby they they said that there's a dispute here? Um, or are they parroting the Hamas line?
0: Well, actually, very, very interesting. There's there's a much bigger story at play here, and I'm going to go to the South African media on that comment in a minute. But News24, which is uh, which is one of, is the largest publication, leading with Pandora kicks off a very quiet diplomatic storm with Hamas call. And I don't know if you're aware of that story, but it turns out that our Minister of International Relations, Naledi Pandor, who is a known anti-Semite, she made a call to the head of Hamas following the attacks. Now, initially, government absolutely denied it. News 24 broke the story yesterday. By yesterday afternoon, they confirmed, in fact, yes, well, she did call them, but it wasn't to offer support for terror activities it was to offer humanitarian support so she calls the terrorists the perpetrators of the violence uh, to offer them humanitarian support news 24 checked if she had contacted the Israeli embassy to see if she had offered them support and she had not. So so that I think is a very, very important story that they have broken and they are pointing out the hypocrisy of that. Just in terms of the story, the hospital story, it reads as follows. A strike on Gaza hospital compound which health officials said killed at least 200 people. So the number has changed, has provoked outrage and condemnation from a the world, here some of the reactions, and uh, they go through it. I just want to see they literally go country by country. Tunisia, World Health Organization. Um, I am looking to see they don't seem to they don't seem to comment. Uh, on who was responsible, they certainly don't say Israel is responsible yeah, um, they've worded it fairly carefully, which I think is, is respect worthy here we go, Israeli army urges Gaza no, no, that is a, a different uh, part, but uh, uh, then it says developing story United Nations chief Guerrero is horrified by Gaza hospital strike that killed hundreds. So they are still being fairly careful about laying the blame, which I think is important. And to be it respected. Is
1: it's important, but you, you know we know full well, Howard, who's going to get the blame ultimately. Oh, there's little doubt.
0: There is little doubt. And News24, as I say, I think have shown balance here. They've uh, the the you know some of the other some of the others absolutely have not. Uh, here we go. I'm looking at IOL, and it says 500 500 killed in a Gaza complex. Uh, complex, according to Hamas ministry. Over 500 have been killed as a result of an explosion at a hospital in the Gaza Strip. Elders are reported on Tuesday. Um, hundreds of victims in the uh rubble, the media, the Gaza Hamas office said it's a war crime. The hospital was housing hundreds of Israeli military, did not immediately comment on the hospital bombing when contacted by AFP. So uh, they're still sticking with that. And, uh, they, of course, they have commented since, but they haven't updated it. They say it's a developing story. So uh, leaving the impression, of course, Israel not commenting means they must be guilty they must be guilty. Simon, how do you decide who to take on at a time like this?
1: Yeah, I mean, we can't be everywhere all at once, but we Indeed. it's important that we deal with, uh, I suppose, the most important mainstream uh, media outlets. So we're talking the, the rolling news services like uh, CNN, MSNBC, BBC, Sky News, the ones that are getting out to everyone because, of course, images are very important. And we have the print media like the New York Times, the Washington Post, Um, The Guardian in London, uh, places like that 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 have a lot of influence over other media outlets. And I think perhaps most importantly, are the wire services like the Associated Press, Reuters and AFP, which combines reach millions of people through thousands of media outlets around the world. So it's important we see all these things. And just to, you know, please, I'm asking your listeners right now, Um, You know, we we obviously have had to take half an eye off, for example, the South African media. I don't wish to diminish the importance of it, especially, of course, to your own community. But we need your help. If you see anything that's uh, particularly egregious, please email us at action at honestreporting.com and let us know. Even if we can't necessarily deal with each individual case, it gives us a great um, window into what's going on, the bigger picture around the world. Uh, it's something that we, we need to know as well.
0: Well, just so you know, Simon, uh, we are, we have launched a campaign here at CHI-FM. It reads as follows. There's a saying that the first casualty of war is the truth. We know that you depend on CHI-FM for honest and factual reporting. So we're looking for volunteers to come and fact-check news stories coming out of the Middle East at the moment. If you are interested, please get in touch with Cathy. Email Kathy at CHI-FM.com. That's Cathy with a K at dot fmcom So we have, as you have suggested, Um, We are making sure that we cover news accurately, and we're asking for volunteers to get involved in doing so. So, uh, indeed, indeed, and uh, it'll be a good idea for them to get in uh, in touch with you should there be something that uh, Honest Reporting might find valuable. It is 9 o'clock, Simon Ploska. That's where we leave it.